So mm-hmm. here we are again. Yeah. Ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Are we? Both uh, of us have uh, have freshly seen mm-hmm. a movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe a couple of movies. Yeah. We're gonna talk the about one theatrically. Things. Yeah. Uh, and mm. I just got out of this movie like uh, three hours ago. So. Oh. Okay. And the movie we are talking about is. I didn't have anything funny. Oh, okay. I was hoping you might jump in. <laughs> I was like running through movies and I was like, I'm so out of touch. I don't even know what's out right now to be like, oh, I went to see, blah. I went to see that. But no, the, I got the, the expression on your face said, brace yourself for this. I know. I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to say nothing. <laughs> I thought you were really going to drop some knowledge on us here. But, uh, I was but hoping, yeah. uh, but I lost it. And that's okay. That happens. That's why, uh, that's why we do editing. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, you just want to get into it? Yeah. So, right. The Passion of the Christ 2, yeah. The Return of the Revenge. <laughs> um, I don't need that, and nobody does. So. Too Passion, Too Furious. Oh, fuck yes. That sounds really good, though. <laughs> <laughs> with Jesus with clocks. <laughs> yeah. I think they actually already made that. It was called uh, Boondock Saints 2, All Saints Day. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Uh, no, I know. I, I really liked that first movie so much. And that second one, I was like, eh. I mean, I've seen it once, <laughs> maybe twice. Yeah. We actually saw it together. I thought we did. Yeah. As a yeah. group, right? With all that. As all a those, group with some other people that yeah. uh, were super into the the first one. Yeah. And uh, I thought the first one was okay. Okay. But I then, liked the first one. Like, yeah. th- there were some people who were like super into it. Yeah. And I was, and as I was watching the second one, I was like, is this, is this a cartoon? <laughs> is this... <laughs> It felt like it felt like a, a movie made by a guy who made a uh, at least a decent movie, and then Hollywood hated him, and he didn't make a movie for twelve years, and then he made a sequel to that movie. That's what it felt like, because that's what it was. And also, he made a bar. Yeah, <laughs> felt like a guy who made a movie, then made a bar, then made a movie twelve years later, <laughs> yeah. and didn't didn't grow at all in that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he basically made a cartoon version of the first movie all over again. Yeah. Have you seen that to- uh, that documentary about Troy Duffy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh my Overnight, god. That, I think so. It's called. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's even better than both of those it's, movies. It's really together. good. It's a really good documentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like he was really like on the up and then uh, plummeted quite fast. Yeah. yeah he uh, he shed his pants uh, pretty early on. There. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, uh, and it, it's feel like I don't know. You hear so many good success stories like that could have happened to Kevin Smith or something, you know? Like Mallrats was, mm-hmm. was a big bomb, and uh, that he made that like so fast afterwards. Like that could have just been the end of it. We could have had a Clerks and Mallrats, and it's like, man, that would have been a shame, you know? Some of his mm-hmm. best best work came after that. So, yeah, uh, yoga hosers. <laughs> <laughs> that popped up on the Netflix. I was looking at for movies the other day, and I was just like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> There's just some things that I, I just can't do of his anymore. I'm sorry. I did. I watched it. Yeah, I watched I it, and uh, it's uh, you'd have to be in a, a certain mindset, I think, yeah. to to watch it. Um, look, I like Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll watch his movies. Yeah, you know, because um, he's made some genuinely like great movies. I oh, think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I love Dogma. I love mm-hmm. um, Clerks. Yep. I, I remember liking Mallrats and mm-hmm. Jay and Silent oh, yeah. Bob. Uh, and, Chasing uh, Amy. Chasing Amy. That's what it yeah. was. I actually, but, I really, uh, I really like Clerks too a whole lot. Uh, oh yeah, I totally forgot that was even yeah right. Made. <laughs> it's there's like some really good moments in that movie. There's some really weird yeah. moments too, but there's like you know his absurdity and everything. But I actually dig that one a lot too. But uh, yeah, and then Red State that uh, oh, yes, yeah. that's the best. Yeah right. And uh, oh my god. And then and then he did Tusk, 
And I was like, I've seen that. <laughs> it was pretty weird. I like that movie actually, but it's pretty weird. And then after that, he's really gone off the rails and I'm not, I'm not really into stuff as much anymore. It's so funny. I was just thinking about Tusk the other day and mm-hmm. I was like, that was a movie that was made. Like, yeah, I can't right. believe. But I was also, like, it was weird when I was watching it, but I was also like, I'm kind of into this. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think I like the performances more than the, yeah. like, overall story because Michael Parks is just... Yes. He's just a, a great overall actor. And um, the... Mm, yeah. Oh, man. What's, uh, what's the main dude's name? The Matt uh, guy. Justin Long. Justin Long, yeah. Yeah. I like him in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Genesis Rodriguez and... Uh, Haley Joel Osment. Of... Yes, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Holy the, shit, I forgot he was in it too. His little kid face and his, and his, big, <laughs> yeah. his big adult body. <laughs> <laughs> the head grew, the face stayed the same shape. Same, yeah. Same size. <laughs> Look, it happens, okay? <laughs> Clearly, it happens to it. some of us. <laughs> But uh, anyways, welcome to Kevin Smith Talk. Uh, <laughs> That's right. We could do that. Um, <laughs> He's we, Yanni. I'm Laurel. <laughs> Damn uh, it. Amanda just showed me that for the first, like, whatever. I listened to that for the first time yesterday. I had avoided it uh, this whole time. And uh, mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, it's all right. Um, yeah. That's okay to get involved in. But because uh, she, she posted it from, my, uh, or she showed me a post from John Lovett where he was like, you goddamn bastards can't let me have fun for five minutes. You yeah, know? yeah. That was that was my thought too, because yeah. uh, my wife and I we like both like came across it independently, and then okay. later that night she had uh, brought it up to me, and uh, it was funny because we were listening to it together, mm-hmm. and she was like, "That clearly says Laurel," and I'm like, "That is Yanni all day." Uh, that's exactly or Yanni. Amanda. Yanni is what yeah. it is. Um, I don't know. I I, I I've I've seen the the um, breakdown of it mm-hmm. being like based on the pitch. Mm. of like what you hear so i thought well maybe it's just like because we're listening to it on her phone that's what Mm. the deal is Mm -hmm. but uh, we watched a a couple of videos where they were exploring it this is scintillating discussion over this thing that's going to be over by the time this podcast is out (laughs) (laughs) it was over a few days ago actually (laughs) (laughs) but it is interesting i was like okay this is cool uh, I didn't know what it was about at all, and uh, it, it, we were the same way, the, the guy and the girl version of that, uh, where I, I heard Yanni and she heard uh, Laurel, and uh, I was like, I don't know how you got an L out of that at all. And she was like, yes. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, how would you get that? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> um, so it, it is kind of fascinating to me, like, how, how that works or whatever. I haven't seen any breakdowns of, like, the actual science mm-hmm. of it or whatever, but I mean, that was, I was like, that's cool, but I'm, yeah. that was it. <laughs> it it has on. to do with, like, the pitch and how... A certain person's ears will pick up different pitches uh-huh. when things speak. Yeah, it's, or it's weird. Uh, like when you hear the, the audio of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just one of those one of those weird things. Yeah. Anyway, but, here's anyway. yeah, Yanni Laurel talk. <laughs> 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 We're gonna build a five series episode arc just about this. <laughs> Welcome to Serial, where we break down <laughs> Yannel. You're like I heard Yannel. All day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're we're doing it, I think. And uh, I, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, Hopefully, yeah, yeah, we're doing it. All right. I'm Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the listeners heard that eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brent, and uh, uh, welcome to this this show, this stupid show you've turned yeah. into, good, turned into, good, good luck. tuned into. You didn't even tune into it. <laughs> Holy shit.
You might have downloaded. It might be streaming. It's on a phone, probably. Welcome to it. Yeah. It's called Let's Talk About Things. And we're firing uh, on all cylinders yeah, today. We really are. It's 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 a it's a, an off time, but I actually feel pretty good about it. You know, um, yeah. You uh, recently saw the Deadpool two, which is what we're going to talk about today, and I just saw yeah. it, so that's cool. Um, you guys saw it yeah. on Friday, is that right? We saw it on Friday after work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a blistering pace, just trying to make it through the work day. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, to to make sure that uh, I could see this movie. That's uh, that was my survival goal mm-hmm. was to to go see Deadpool 2 so uh you know, kind of a, a gift yeah. that I needed yeah, yeah it's good. We, we typically don't see movies on Friday nights anymore mm-hmm. because that's usually when we do our like grocery shopping and hmm. and uh other shit but yeah. uh but yeah we actually moved some stuff around my wife worked with me on that nice. to uh make it happen so I do appreciate it so Brandy if you're listening to this you're not but thank you uh <laughs> I do appreciate it. You're like, tune in to this moment. I'll thank you. You can turn it back off. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to get credit for thanking you. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, though. Uh, yeah, no, we're recording this on Sunday night, so uh, Amanda and I saw it this afternoon. Uh, we were going to go on Friday as well, and I actually had tickets, and then Friday I just didn't feel like it. Uh, so we, we put it off. And uh, But today was a good day to go see it. It was a uh, good theater experience for, for us. It was Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty chill, and we went to a, a new theater down by us, a new Cinemark that we hadn't been to yet, and it was good. So, um, so yeah, it was good times. Nice, nice. Well, did you want to jump into some other yeah. things we've seen recently? Let's do it. Before um, we uh, get into a DP2? Yeah, uh, so I had... Uh, we. Uh, oh, wait, 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 Steven. Why did you transform? I don't know. It was me shutting down. I was in the mode and I was like, rrr, rrr, stop. Steven turned into a, a small disc man. I guess that's appropriate oh, since we have a podcast, yeah, but you uh, yeah, totally. you'd think it'd be more current technology. <laughs> At least a Zoom. At least a Zoom. Okay, I have to jump in real quick. Uh, I okay. watched a little bit of Bo Burnham's special on Netflix. Uh, I don't even know what it's called. It's called like Make Happy. That's what it is. Uh, the okay. other day, and he had a part where he wanted them to cut the music off, and it had like a record scratch at the end, and he was like, oh, really? You put that on vinyl? That's on vinyl. Really? You know, you did not. You pressed a stop button, and it was digital, and it just stopped, <laughs> damn it. And I was like, wow. We just go along with that, and I never think about it. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. I think I used that on our last episode, as a matter of fact, the beginning of uh, the record last episode. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure that I listened to it. <laughs> it, it, it. It didn't fool anyone. Don't worry. <laughs> exactly. So, um, no, before we, we jump into all that, I yeah. forgot I've, I uh, made myself a, a special drink here oh, that excellent. I wanted to, uh, to try on the, uh, on the show here. Mm-hmm. So it is hobo piss. No, it is... Uh, I made it we were, by, by milking piss out of a hobo. Listen, I lost my job. I, saw, I lost my home just so I could do this. I'm Real pissed. authentic. I'm under <laughs> Recording this podcast in an alley behind a Starbucks. Um, no, no, I uh, I uh, have, have been saving this to uh, to try on the, the podcast. So when we did our... Uh, pop culture combat with uh, coke versus pepsi mm, you know we, oh. we pour the coke and pepsi together uh-huh. and uh we made rc cola yeah. and uh and i wanted to try it with um some some of the uh the real sugar pepsi that i like oh so i in this in this glass here mm-hmm, uh mm. and by glass i mean cup uh, that's sure. donald duck emblazoned on it uh i've got half coca-cola classic and then half 
Real Sugar Pepsi. Excellent. So the winner of a PKK round whatever, two, yeah. I think. Mm, who knows? Yeah, we'll say two. Uh, and then uh, my favorite soda of all time. So uh, Interesting. Let's, let's give this a shot. Yeah, here. I'm very intrigued by this. I'm glad you did this experiment. It's like a smoother RC Cola. That's oh, kind of what this tastes like. Yeah. Like a nice so, RC Cola. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like fancy. Like this RC, RC Cola. <laughs> <laughs> this RC Cola has two monocles. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, that's uh, it's pretty good, you know. Now, I hopefully for the next episode, I'm planning to do a real sugar Pepsi and a Mexican Coke. Oh, yeah, excellent. Which has real sugar, so... Uh, we're gonna progress up the ladder here, so that stay tuned be- for that. I know you guys can't wait with that with that magical review. <laughs> hey, it's pretty good. <laughs> it is smoother and quite a little bit tiny bit better than the last one I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Incrementally, so how can you not love this? I like too that the when we talked about that, you were like, uh, yeah. So instead of just buying the seventy-five cent RC cola. Get yourself a dollar eighty Pepsi, get a dollar eighty Coke, mix those mm-hmm. together, you got yourself a good drink. And now it's like, get the Mexican Coke, the imported, more expensive version. <laughs> get, get the real sugar Pepsi, which I'm not sure. Be sure to go Coke. way out of your way <laughs> exactly. to uh, to get all of this stuff. And you'll make <laughs> yourself right. quite a nice RC. Let me like let me tell you. <laughs> you know, uh, I was at the store the other day and I saw RC Cola and I thought about getting some, but all they had was a twelve pack, and I was like, I don't need that in my life. Uh, yeah. They might have had bottles, I just didn't see them, but uh, I am kind of curious. I haven't had RC Cola in, like, well over a decade, so, uh, besides our, so, well, our a experiment. couple of weeks ago, I guess, yeah. Yeah, besides that, so a real one, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I'm like, are we even, like, on point with that? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't really know what it tastes like anymore. <laughs> it just seemed like, when you said it, I was, and then I tasted it, I was like, yeah, it seems, it seems about right, so. Yeah. Yeah, but that's cool. Okay. Well, hey, that was totally worth me derailing what you were talking about. Absolutely, so. I loved it. <laughs> Let's jump back over to... I'm uh, looking forward to next week, so... <laughs> I gotta know. Um, but yeah, so uh, some, some mini topics. Uh, Amanda and I have just seen a few things uh, recently that I wanted to kind of mention. So uh, the first one was uh, we watched last night a four-part Netflix documentary series called Evil Genius. Uh, Did you watch all of it? Yeah, we watched the whole thing. They're only like oh, an nice. hour at a time. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so they're they're pretty quick, um, and it's a really intriguing story. So um, I'd heard little things about it. It's like this like crazy robbery that just gets like crazier and crazier the more people that get involved and the more they like found out about it and everything. And uh, so we, Amanda and I are huge fans of like true crime documentaries and whatever and stories. And um, so we were kind of on board from the get-go, but it was really, really well made. It's uh, produced by the Duplass brothers. Um, which generally, like, even if I don't like the movies always, like, maybe, like, the story or whatever, like, they produce quality work, um, it seems, uh, everything I've seen okay. of theirs. So yeah. I was, like, when I saw the names, I was like, okay, cool, if they're behind it, like, it's probably gonna be really good. And uh, and it was. It was it was just really good. Um, it's a story. I didn't remember this thing happening. It was in Ohio, or not Ohio, Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, and it was a story of a, a guy robbed a bank with a bomb in his chest, and the cops found him right afterwards, and the bomb exploded and so he died but he was on this crazy scavenger hunt and um it's just like the story just gets like wider and wider like uh you can definitely watch the trailer but i don't want to like ruin anything i'm not really sure we didn't see the trailer beforehand so i don't want to spoil anything but um just as they kind of like peel away the layers of like what's happening and stuff you get more and more um info about like how it's all connected with all these different people and the story is like the most bonkers thing ever (laughs) 
Um, and it's all true. It's, it's so yeah. fucked up. And, uh, the people involved are just like fascinating, um, creepy and, but fascinating. And, uh, so if, yeah, if you definitely like uh, any kind of true crime thing, I would definitely recommend it. It was, it was superb. It was really well done. It was a cool story. Yeah. It's on our, uh, queue to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you get those emails from Netflix that says, Hey, here's a movie or a TV show you might like. I think did I we get those? did. I think I turned that off or something though. Finally. Yeah. Okay. I should. I hate notifications. Yeah. It's, uh, Boy, there's a there's a lot of swing and a miss with uh, oh, really? with those things. Yeah. Um, but sometimes they they get it right. Uh-huh. Uh, and and this was one of the shows they recommended, and I watched the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, Netflix. Yeah. You, <laughs> you get to survive <laughs> until the next yeah. round. But, it said uh, it was yeah. a a ninety eight percent match because you know there's like the match thing. It said a ninety eight percent match with what we see, and I was like, yeah, that's yeah, it was good. It was yeah. perfect for us. So yeah. Uh, also, uh, Netflix recently recommended the newest Adam Sandler movie to me. So oh, so you I'm should like, delete it. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to push that on everybody, though, man. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> They're like, so. that's a 100% match with everybody in the, in the country, right? At least, maybe the world? <laughs> Who knows? We spent a lot of money on this, <laughs> yeah. guys. Please watch it. <laughs> and people fucking do, man. So yeah, yeah. I believe that, and that's uh, upsetting. But uh, but yeah, you sh- I'm glad they recommended this one. It's it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I showed uh, showed Brandy, and she looks looks she seems very interested in mm-hmm. it uh so yeah we'll, we'll watch it uh, hopefully soon yeah uh i mean at least like they're on an episode here and there we just we like to plow through those things and it was like four episodes we're like oh this is easy we started like at six o'clock so it wasn't that bad too and um and just kind of kept going because the story is just so fascinating that you're like well awesome like i just want the next story and then it just keeps going uh and the only thing i'll spoil is that um i can't remember anything else recently we've seen that did this necessarily but we've seen other documentaries other true crime things where you're, you're hoping like you'll get some answers at the end. You don't really get them. And this has some, some loose ends. They still, they're still not sure about things, whatever. But uh, it gives you like a lot of, uh, a lot of answers, which is good. Um, it's not oh, something okay. that's like still like left open or whatever. There's, there's a lot of like closure and stuff in there. Um, and then some other stuff that could, you know, still, still happen or whatever in the future. But, uh, but it was, there was some, some really cool things in the last episode that we just, we were like, it's almost over. Right. And we were like, no, it's only 13 minutes in the last episode. We still have so much episode. What's going to happen? And it just keeps getting crazier. Like, it just doesn't stop. It's relentless. So, uh, so yeah, we awesome. just we plowed through it because we, we couldn't stop. So, yeah. So, I recommend that one. Uh, do you want to nice. go into yours? Or you want me to keep going? Um, I will let you keep going because uh, I'm, I'm intrigued by this next one that you've got here. On the oh, list. okay. Cool. So, uh, I watched Alone. I'm going to make Amanda watch it, or she, she wants to watch it too, but... Uh, I would love to rewatch it. Uh, the History of the Eagles. Um, this is one I just put on the other night. I was uh, uh, just wanting something random to watch, and I was like, "That's cool. I like the Eagles or whatever. I always like their music." But um, and I knew they had like a really tumultuous like band history, uh, but mm-hmm. I didn't know like anything about it. Like I've never really followed. I didn't even know who like the members really were, um, and they've rotated throughout the years and stuff. So um, it's like a. It was from like 2013, and it's a two-part documentary. Um, it's really long. It's like three hours total. Um, and it was really, it weirded me out though, cause I had like an hour left and the credits started and I was like, that's weird. And, uh, the first part is like before they broke up in 1980 and the second part is when they got back together in 1994 and then what's happened like since then. Um, so it's like weird. They, it's like Netflix put them together and so it like has credits and there's like another hour with like a, a follow-up or whatever of like the newer stuff they've done. But, um, it's cool. Like it's just the history of the Eagles and, um, kind of shows like all this archival footage of when they first got together and then like writing songs and uh interviews with all the band members and people around them a lot of other celebrities and stuff that they knew um like uh jackson brown who's also one of my favorites from that era 
um, that kind of came up at the same time, whatever. And uh, it was just fascinating. They're all very um, open about uh, all of their issues and uh, their process and all the stuff. And it was it was really cool. Um, it, I've been listening to their music since then, like on repeat, because it's uh, it was just so fascinating to finally hear all the story that I didn't really know about. So another documentary. I love documentaries on and Netflix has a bunch of good ones. So uh, if you have have some time, it's a, it's a good one too. Yeah. Uh, one of my all-time favorite shows is Behind the Music. It was on VH1. Yeah. I don't know if it's still on there. We don't have cable, but... Um, is I, VH1 still around? I I would assume I so. Even, I know I would assume, <laughs> but I don't even know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Yeah. But um, but yeah, man, I, I would get re- so wrapped up in all of those, mm-hmm. those episodes. Like, even yeah. if it wasn't acts that I cared about, like, just watching the history mm-hmm. of, of whatever artist on their... Um, I would get like so involved in it. Like, do you know how much I know about Leif Garrett? Like, I, <laughs> I don't care about Leif Garrett at all. But I, I feel like so I remember that episode though. <laughs> That's funny. You saved my life, man. Um, <laughs> so yeah, any any type of uh, music history, anything, I'm I'm mm-hmm. all about. Uh, yeah, right on. And yeah, and so I do have like, like yeah, and I I uh, kind of grew up with the the music of. Not necessarily the Eagles, but like Don Henley. My stepdad mm-hmm. was super into like Don Henley and had some of his albums. And and uh, uh, the Eagles, when they built the BOK Center, which is the the big um, like event center here mm-hmm. in Tulsa, uh, the first uh, like show there was the Eagles. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really anything <laughs> related to Tulsa or Oklahoma or anything like that, but. Um, just kind of in that small way, there's uh, that recognition. So yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, definitely yeah. check that out. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, Amanda's dad is a huge fan of the Eagles and just that that era of music and stuff. And um, from like really like the 60s and 70s, you know, that was his era. So uh, Amanda grew up on a lot of that stuff. So she knows a ton of songs, like way more than I did. Like um, it made me want to go back through. Like I didn't realize one of the things I thought was really cool in the documentary is not just the history of it, but I didn't really. It's like I've known their music as like one catalog. Um, and I didn't know really when songs came out, like there are even songs that they wrote when they like got back together in 1994 for MTV. Um, they had like a special and they did a lot of their old songs, but in the documentary they talk about how they, they didn't want to just do old stuff. They wanted to, you know, do some new material and they wrote some new songs and there's some songs from the nineties that I didn't realize were in the night, like in the nineties, I just figured they were part of the Eagles or whatever. Like I didn't know that there was like a 14 year gap. Um, and that song came out whenever I was alive, you know, um, and like when they actually came out, like what, what songs were on which albums together and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, it was kind of fascinating to me, but Amanda knew, like we were kind of going through a few of the, the albums and there's so many songs that I've never, I've just never listened to their full albums. Like um, their greatest hits album is like the number one seller in last century or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It's like sold more records or whatever. And it's like that album came out, like they released it like just a few years after they were out. Um, it was like one of their, like their third or fourth album or something like that. And because there's just oh, wow. so many good songs they had, it's crazy. Yeah. And uh, I knew that album. So I knew like all the hits essentially, but um, I didn't know all the other ones. So now I want to go back and just hear more of their songwriting because it's, it's just really good. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was, it was super interesting. Yeah. If, if you liked, uh, I forgot about behind the music and stuff. That was a good series too. Uh, but if you like that, yeah, you'd, you'd certainly like this. I watched it in pieces. I kind of just picked it up here and there and uh, watched different parts and stuff because it, it is so long, but uh, yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, it, and for people who don't know, the band the Eagles is made up entirely of birds. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah. it's incredible, incredible. <laughs> What's weird though is none of them are Eagles. 
That's, yeah, I, mean, I know. It's like it's, what they want to be. There's like a flamingo. There's a penguin. There's <laughs> yeah. an ostrich. You know, and like depending on what members leave and 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 uh-huh. uh, and, and come back. You know, it's it's going to change a little bit. I, I, so. I feel like we need to draw this now, <laughs> or maybe someone has. But I feel like they would have drawn it all as eagles. I think this is a new thing, unique thing we need to do. Yeah, I mean they're very um, inclusive in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. anybody's Absolutely. an eagle, and they all just at the end of the show yeah, as they take their bow, they they flap their little uh, their little <laughs> arms and they they're like, you can all fly too. <laughs> That's how they ended every show. Everybody, everybody always talked about that. You know, everybody knew that. And then, like the ostrich and the penguin, look at each other and like, I mean, you know, we can't fly, but <laughs> I mean, you point is made. The rest of them fly away off stage, and they're just like, <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> just kind of waddle away. <laughs> um, yeah, and the last one I watched was uh, yesterday, uh, Saturday. Uh, Amanda took a nap, and um, I just like I like to pick up different things um, all the time, but definitely like during the afternoon, it's just like a fun time to watch movies. Um, she likes to nap and I, I just can't do it all the time. I can do it every once in a while. And, uh, but I like to watch movies, um, especially ones that she wouldn't be into. So I picked up this movie on Netflix. Showgirl. As well. No, she's into that one. That movie's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen Showgirls? Have oh, yes. Before? Uh, I've it's, seen it for sure. Yeah. I saw it when I was younger though. It's so wonderful. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. when it's all about all the TNA and everything. Uh, that movie is bad. That movie is so bad. It, it is so weird. It really is. <laughs> it's weird because um, like, I never I, really I, thought. What? <laughs> Go ahead. We both started talking and then we both stopped at the same time. I was going to say that uh, when, when I was younger, I was like, this movie mm-hmm. is great because there's boobies in it. And, uh, yep. Uh, and the lower version of that, yeah. you know, you lower know what I'm boobies. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Crotch boobies. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, it was it was like around a lot, which was weird uh, for how much it shows. Uh, I remember it being like I know they like blur things out, or whatever, but it's it's just like on like TNT or whatever, like all the time. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it's just weird. That and um, uh, striptease with Demi Moore. Did you ever see that one? No, uh-uh. it's it's weird, man. Uh, it's also it's not like as. It's not as bad, so it's not as good. If that means any <laughs> means anything, um, it's more of like a, a mediocre movie that is not good. That you're like, yeah, I've seen it, or whatever. But it's the same thing. It's like to me more and whatever. So right. Uh, yeah. But no, uh, the girl with all the gifts is what I watched, which is a zombie movie. Um, had you heard of this one at all? I've heard of it. I like. I recognize the title, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I can't picture who's in it or what the the movie's about. And, and you're saying it's a zombie movie. It just, yeah. You're like, oh, wait, yeah, nope. I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, I honestly can't remember if it was on Netflix or Amazon Prime. I was, uh, I've been trying to uh, watch more stuff on that now it's on Apple TV. And honestly, I haven't been watching a lot of stuff on that. But uh, they have some good stuff, so it might have been on there. Um, but I kept being attracted to this movie because it looks so interesting and I heard really good things about it. Um, the cover is like a little girl and she has like this clear mask over her face, like the bottom half of her face, like a kind of like a muzzle. Um, and I knew it was okay. like a zombie movie, and I was like, that's cool. And then it's called The Girl With All The Gifts. So uh, it was different than I expected. I don't really know what I expected going into it. But uh, essentially, it exists in a world where um, zombies um, are about because there is like a fungus that invades our brains. And so it was a cool idea to like change it up. So it's like, 
almost like tendrils, like a, like a plant or whatever, kind of invades our brains and like encapsulates them. And it, um, it wants to spread itself. So to spread itself, it makes people um, bite other people. Like it's not really about eating almost as much. It's, it's almost more about just like biting so that they spread it. Um, so that it, like the fungus can spread. And so it's like had some okay. interesting ideas. Um, it has Glenn Close in it which was really weird. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I did not expect okay. it. Uh, she's in it a lot too. She's one of the main characters. Um, but it's about this, this little girl. Um, I don't know, again, I haven't seen like the trailer for it or at least in a long time, so I don't want to ruin anything, but um, a little girl who, Glenn Close is like a doctor and she thinks that um, this girl or, or one of her friends, like they're all the same age, uh, might have the cure uh, to the, the zombie thing. So um, she's kind of like a hybrid almost, I guess. Uh, that's too spoilery. Um, she can talk and like learn like a human, but um, if she's like around other humans, like she'll try to eat them. She's not like a zombie that just like blindly goes around. Um, and it had, it's like a British movie. Um, it has a, a lot of cool, interesting ideas that are kind of different from other stuff. And it was, it was really good on that front. Um, I did read about it afterwards though. Um, I was kind of iffy about the ending, it was okay. But the, um, the writer was also the author of the, the book of the same title and he wrote them concurrently. And I don't know why, but they changed like a few little key things of the ending. And I think the book was just a little tighter, a little bit better. And I don't know why they would have changed that. So um, I liked the movie, but I think the book actually would have made it maybe a better story. Um, but it shot really well. It kind of looks like 28 Days Later. It's kind of grungy. The effects are pretty good. Um, and it has some, some cool ideas. So, uh, so I, I would recommend it. Um, I think it was cool. Uh, I didn't like it nearly as much as most people did. I think it has like an 80-something percent Rotten Tomatoes, like a high 80s. Yeah, I just looked it up. 84 <laughs> is what it's, what it's sitting at. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think like a 70s, like even a high 70s, but um, maybe 78 or whatever. But uh, yeah, it was it was good. I, I heard such good things, though. I think they kind of tainted it for me a little bit. So, um, But I would say, yeah, if you like zombie movies, certainly check it out. It's not, it's not so much horror. It's more of like... Um, uh, I guess like 28 Days Later has like horror aspects, but it's just kind of like about a different world. I don't know. It's, it's hard to describe. Um, there are definitely like horrific parts to it, but it's more about like science and stuff. So that was kind of an interesting take on that kind of genre. So More <clears throat> dramatic than horror-esque? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. And it had some, some cool ideas in it. So. Okay. Um, yeah, I looked it up and it's streaming on Amazon Prime or Prime Video. Okay, cool. Yeah. Whatever they want to fucking call it. Yeah, right. God damn it. I can't keep track of it. <laughs> You know what pisses me off about Prime is that a while ago before it was on Apple TV, I went through and I was just like, it kept recommending stuff like, oh, you can leak this. And so I kept adding it to my queue. And then whenever I got on the Apple TV and I was like, oh, I'll actually watch this stuff. I realized that half of the stuff I added was with Amazon Prime and half of it I had to purchase <laughs> or like rent. Yeah. And I didn't realize that at the time. And now I'm like, I have half a queue of stuff I'm never going to go rent from you. I'm going to yeah. rent that from Apple if I'm going to do that. That's just how I roll. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and so now I have to go through and like delete half of those things and it pissed me off, man. It's annoying. Cause they have like two different versions of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a big fan of the, the, the prime interface. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm with you. It's very, uh, I don't know. It seems out of date, out of touch, mm -hmm. you know, it's like That's... they made it on Lycos or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> maybe why I don't go there. Maybe, like, <laughs> I don't use it, uh, yeah. partly, but, uh, yeah, they should have joined Apple a long time ago. Just been on the Apple TV. That would have been a lot better for them because... Now I'm, I'm like so sold into the world of like Apple and Netflix and stuff that I just don't really even think about it. I always have to be like, oh yeah, I have, I have Amazon. I should go check that mm -hmm. and see if there's movies on there. And there are good movies on there, good series and stuff, but I just don't think about them as often. So There's like a, a barrier to entry for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. They're a little too late to the game, so. Yeah. 
Nice try. Yep. Nice try. Nice try, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Lying, cheating Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Using the, the post office. Tell you what, the only Prime I want is Optimus Prime. I knew you were going to go there. Because why wouldn't you? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I had to slid my throat down to my asshole. So. <laughs> really hurt and you moved the mic but you didn't even hear the boom it was good it was smooth (laughs) smooth like that pepsi coke Mm. rc colorific um so on uh something i've seen recently uh, actually my wife and i we both watched game over man which Mm -hmm. is streaming on netflix which is made by the uh the guys who make workaholics yeah um have you ever seen workaholics steven i do i have and i like that show i haven't seen a ton of it but uh, i like those guys a lot yeah okay well um this movie is essentially like if uh, the workaholics were in Die Hard. So mm-hmm. that's a good way to put that. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you like those two things, you I would say you would like this movie, but I understand <laughs> that you have a differing opinion on this. Oh, did you like it? Uh, yeah, we liked it. We enjoyed okay, it. We had, had fun with it. Maybe I need to go to the shot. So uh, before the podcast, uh, Brent and I were saying, and I he put that on the list, and I was like, oh, okay. I started watching that movie, which means that I stopped that movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I really just wasn't into it. I didn't give it a much of a shot. I watched maybe like 10 or 15 minutes of it. Um, yeah. And uh, so maybe I need to give it another shot because I do like those guys a lot. Um, but some of it can be like a little over the top. And uh, that's how I kind of felt about the movie. So. Oh, it's, it's very over the top. Yeah. Um, knowing that you just watched maybe 10 minutes of it, mm-hmm. uh, there was something I was going to say that would have been hilarious on the podcast. But uh, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to wait till after you see it. Okay. To say anything about it, but uh, I'll have to give uh, a shot now. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a, a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if uh, if you want to be altered in some way, shape, or form to watch this movie, <laughs> hey, you might have a, <laughs> more of a blast. <laughs> Do a new one out I there. That. Um, but uh, I didn't, you know, have anything to to drink or anything, so I was uh, I just watched it dry, mm-hmm. and uh, I still had a a good time with it. I was actually surprised that Brandy liked it as well. Oh, yeah. Um, she's not really one for that type of humor, but mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, it's like so, so ridiculous that she was into it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it The humor in it reminds me a little bit of uh, the, the main movie we'll, we'll be talking about here yeah. today. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'd say, uh, say give it another shot. Okay, you know? cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, one other thing I want to mention, it's not on the, the list here, mm-hmm. but um, recently here in uh, in May, Erie International, a fellow podcast, mm-hmm. um, started doing some meta horror movies and they did Cabinet in the Woods, which yep. uh, is a great movie. Stephen and I have talked about it on the show before. And um, they uh, on the next episode, they did Shadow of the Vampire, the uh, mm-hmm. um, Willem Dafoe mm-hmm. starring movie. Yep. And uh, so yeah, they're they're doing meta humor, I guess, all May. Um, yeah, cool. And I'm I'm not exactly sure what all movies they're going to do, but uh, I'm really digging it so far. Um, really, Cabin in the Woods was kind of like the main one I think of when it comes to meta horror. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they can fill like a whole month worth of movies like that is is pretty cool. Yeah, right on. Um, and uh, I've never seen Shadow of the Vampire, so it's something I want to watch before I listen to that podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, David had. Uh, mentioned to me that there's a another movie they're going to watch damn i can't remember the name of it now uh but it was like a a, a lower budget version of cabin in the woods i guess oh yeah um i'm gonna have to look it up real quick there's another um if they're in like meta horror there's a, a movie called the final girls um, yes yeah that's uh 
I don't know if they're going to be discussing that one or not, but uh, yeah, I think that's a really good one. Cause yeah, yeah we, we watched that too. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering if that might be it, but, um, yeah, there's actually, it's funny when you said that I was like, man, filling a whole month. And then I'm like, well, yeah, I guess there's that and that. Like even like scream, you know, scream was kind of one of the main, uh, first ones that like talked about other horror movies and stuff um, mm-hmm. in it. So, um, or that series, you know, so it was a movie called resolution resolution. Have you, heard I've of heard of that. Uh, it's on Netflix, I believe. But I have not seen that. That'd be interesting. Now that they're doing that, um, it looks like it is only streaming on Shutter. Okay. So maybe I'm thinking of something know. different. I thought there was something on Netflix recently. It was called Resolution that I was looking at. It was like a horror movie. So uh, I feel like uh, I might do Shutter like around Halloween when I do all those movies and stuff. I don't think like well, I would. Did you Did you say Halloween? Halloween? Did I? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Halloween. <laughs> How do you say it? Uh, but Halloween, um, I might do that around then. I don't think I would, uh, I could sustain it enough or it would sustain me enough to like pay for that or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but they have a lot of good stuff on there that you can't really find elsewhere. So I think I did a trial of that for like a week or whatever once. And I was like, I still didn't even like keep watching stuff. So, but, uh, it's a cool service. Cool idea. Uh, isn't that how you watched, um, man, that, uh, that one movie when we did, uh, yeah, there was something uh, that I, I got it for some Train reason. Train to Busan. Uh, yeah. Is, uh, Soul uh, Station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And then I had yeah. it for like a week, and I but I didn't really. I don't remember watching else like a whole lot else on it. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't think it would be something I would get all the time. But yeah, like maybe that month whenever I'm watching a bunch of horror movies and stuff, that'd be good. During Halloween. <laughs> no, no, it's Halloween. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> get it right. God. The train, you. Ridiculous. Potato, tomato, you know. Um, <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> all right, so should we jump into the the main topic? Let's do it, man. The reason why we're all we're all, we are we're ha- <laughs> Halloween. You know, here's an unknown fact: when you mix Pepsi Real Sugar with Coca Cola Classic, it does make an alcoholic beverage, <laughs> <laughs> and we call it Halley Wine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, the reason we are all here is to talk about Deadpool 2, yeah. which came out this weekend, and uh, it, it, we I don't think you and I have really talked a whole lot about the first Deadpool movie, but did you like I that I was movie? wondering, because I, uh, I mean, and I watched it again on like Thursday, I think, um, mm-hmm. in preparation for this one, and um, uh, I, I was thinking about it at the time, because I was like, man, have Brett and I talked about this? I can't remember, um, but uh, uh, yeah, I like that movie a lot. Um, and I forget about it sometimes. I don't put it on as much as I would expect with how funny it is and everything. But, uh, mm-hmm. man, it was fucking good all over again. We watched it on Thursday. So we both were, like, dying laughing. On the first one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, Brandy and I like that movie a lot, too. Uh, she surprised me for Valentine's Day because that's when it came out, mm-hmm. the, the first one. And uh, we went to go see Deadpool 2. And uh, I was really surprised at how much she loved it. Uh, oh, awesome. I, I had hoped that it was going to be good, but... Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it was Fox, and the previous version of Deadpool <laughs> from Wolverine Origins was uh, not good, uh-huh. not good to say the least. And uh, I know Ryan Reynolds and uh, the the director had been trying to make that original movie for what seven, eight years, something like that. It was yeah, it was a long time yeah. before it was going to be made, and uh, boy, uh, it it just blew me away mm-hmm. seeing that uh, that first movie. So uh, I was. Um, I was hopeful for this one as well, uh, though I was like kind of 
cautiously optimistic mm-hmm. because I didn't want them to go like too far overboard and yeah and do all of that stuff. But um, I figured before we get into like the movie discussion mm-hmm. itself, of course we do have to discuss the <laughs> theater experience. Yeah, and uh, you had mentioned that you and Amanda went to go see it together. Uh-huh. Okay, today. So yeah, yeah. and. This was at a new theater you went to. Uh, for, for us, yeah. Um, for us, yeah. Yeah, it was a, a Cinemark, um, which I'm digging. So we had had MoviePass for a little bit. Uh, I'll go into this for a second. That uh, We had that, and I just really wasn't using it because it's really hard. Like, I pretty much only go to the theater on, like, opening weekend. And since you have to go in person to buy the tickets, I was like, this really doesn't work for me at all. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, we thought uh, the closest theater was to us was going to be an AMC, and AMC doesn't really have... Uh, much in the way of like a good like a rewards program or whatever and I don't generally do those kinds of things but Cinemark did and now that I found this one it's it's pretty close to us um, I signed up for Cinemark's deal which is uh, $8.99 a month and you get one free ticket with that essentially free ticket you, you pay $8.99 for it you get 20% off concessions um, there's like a point system for some shit I don't care about mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that you get but uh, the two things that I liked about it is that you get additional tickets for $8.99 and that they waive online fees and so you can purchase them online and they have that reserved seating. They have like the luxury loungers, which are awesome. Um, and uh, so it's been a really good experience. I've had it for a few weeks now. Um, we got to see um, Infinity War. I got my free ticket for that. And then I got two other tickets when it should have been like $10. I got them for $8.99. Uh, today was actually just really cheap. Uh, we went like a matinee. So it was actually like like five seventy five or something like that. It was awesome. Wow. Uh, we went at like 12.45 in the afternoon. And it was still like matinee or whatever. So, um, so that was cool. But uh, but yeah, that if you go to Cinemark like like we do, um, it's a, I think it's a pretty good deal. It's it's not as good as you would expect, I guess, as MoviePass. But for the way I watch movies, it works. Like the online fees, I fucking hate them. It's like a dollar fifty a ticket for some stupid reason. Um, it's better for everybody that I can go buy them online, and then they know they're gonna be sold. Whatever, I don't understand that. But uh, so that's really cool. And then um, uh, but yeah, the theater experience for us was pretty chill. Um, I usually try to buy right in the middle of the screen. And uh, when we went to see Infinity War, the seats that were available in kind of a better spot were on the edge. And I was like, you know, maybe I'll like that more. Like we, you know, we'll be on the edge to leave if we need to go to the bathroom or whatever. Um, But also what I realized at Infinity War, I was the one that sat at the very end. And then I had a buffer of Amanda and our friend Obima. And this time I had a buffer of Amanda. So I don't have to sit next to the assholes because it doesn't bother her as much, right? Okay. Uh, and it doesn't bother Obima really at all. So um, so I can really like, I have fewer people around me that way. And so today mm-hmm. I had an opportunity to buy like center seats. And I was like, Amanda, can we just do in the end again? That was like, it kind of worked. And so we did that again. And I was like, all right, this is my new thing. Uh, closer to like the middle, like, uh, like towards the screen. But uh, in the middle of the seats, like, I don't really care anymore. Like, on the edge, it's, like, good enough. Um, it's not too far on the edge. The, like, the screens aren't too huge that it's, like, I don't feel like I'm on the edge, really. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, like, yeah, fewer distractions, so it was pretty good. The guy next to Amanda pulled his phone out a few times, but I can just, you know, kind of hold my hand up and let it go or whatever. Um, <laughs> you, like, just hold your hand up as if you're asking a question. <laughs> can you stop? Can you stop, please? Yeah. <laughs> Pause. Pause the movie. This asshole over here. Uh, yeah, I can just like block my eye a little bit so I, I don't see him in my, my perif. And mm. uh, but yeah, it's better for me. I have a buffer that way, and then no one on my on my left side, so that uh, it's just kind of easier. And yeah, don't have to worry about the distractions. So yeah, yeah, my theater experiences uh, last few times uh, have been pretty good. So I'm on a good roll. So next time's gonna be <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what you need is some of those like 
those like blocker things that horses wear. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like yes. race horses, you know? <laughs> Just block your peripheral vision. Oh my God, that'd be so good. Focus solely on the screen. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. Screen focusers. That's a bad that's name. <laughs> <laughs> There's something there, though. There's something there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, a good so idea. no one like talking or, or anything like that. No, um, we we watch this YouTube series sometimes called The Clones. I might have shown it to you. It's like two mm. younger guys like our age. Uh, they record uh, their moms talking, and then they uh, like act it out. Uh, but they <laughs> act like their moms are like it's like their voices, or whatever. It's like these mm-hmm. like crazy funny conversations because um, they're like the generation divides really funny, or whatever. And Amanda got in the theater first, and I went to get a drink or whatever, and I came back. And I heard these ladies up top trying to like figure out where their seats were because it's all reserved and everything like that. And someone was in their seats or whatever. And they were, they sounded like just like middle aged ladies, just like, I don't know, whatever. And I mean, it was like, we got the Clunes ladies up there. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they, they quieted down pretty quickly, which is good. So other than that, yeah, oh, it, was, good. it was pretty good. Yeah. So for us, uh, like I said, we were going to see it after, after work. And I usually get home um, after my wife. Uh, my wife. Mm-hmm. So uh, by the time I got home and I had to stay at work a little bit late because, you know, we had some late ducks coming in there to uh, do their duck baking. So um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was I, by the time I made it home, I was like, OK, you know, I still have plenty of time to go see this movie. And uh, something happened. And uh, both Brandy and I were kind of uh, I don't I don't mean to uh, be off color, but uh, we were lollygagging a little bit. And uh, at a certain point. Uh, she looked at me and she was like, wait, what time is the movie? And I looked at our clock and was like, oh shit, it's in 10 minutes. We need to leave oh, shit. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, she hadn't changed her clothes or anything yet. So uh, she was like, oh shit. So She was um, still in her stripper gear? Yeah, I know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, she gets off early uh, on Fridays yeah. from, from the club. Yeah. So, um, and I, I get very like, pissy and act like a little uh shitty baby boy uh when uh i think i'm going to be late for a movie uh even what even though i know there's going to be like previews and shit uh-huh. up up front but um yeah i was you want to be like, there god we're gonna be there late it just puts me in a bad mood yeah yeah it kind of sets it up wrong yeah makes me real sour see so uh <laughs> luckily when we got there it was like perfect timing like they were doing like we went to the warren here uh-huh. and uh, they always have like the the weird light show yeah that's uh out of date but it's still kind of fun yeah and um so we sat down got to watch all the previews and um and yeah watch the the whole movie now on um on this particular movie we just saw it in uh, 2D. We didn't go 3D on it. Yeah, um, they had one, did they? They didn't uh, show it would, in my theater. Oh, I don't know. I kind of just assumed they would have one, but mm-hmm. we were really kind of just looking for a time that would work with our, our okay. schedule. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we uh, we we watched it. Now there were some <laughs> some old ladies sitting right next to me, and oh. uh, as as the trailers were running, they were being very loud, and mm-hmm. uh, they were kind of pointing out, "Oh, that's that actor." Who was in this movie? Oh, that's not a, like very loud. <laughs> yeah. So when uh, I was like dreading, like they're gonna be fucking talking during this whole goddamn movie, and uh, they were just they weren't talking during the whole movie, but they were just weird. Like they had weird reactions mm-hmm. at weird times. Like the movie opens not with the Marvel Studios logo, but with just the regular Marvel logo. You know, mm-hmm. was like the the comic book pages uh-huh. flipping inside the the Marvel letters, and as it's doing that, this lady goes. <laughs> I'm like what? What are you laughing at? 
<laughs> Such a we're weird inside song a to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> My first thought. I don't know. That's so weird. <laughs> but um, beyond that, they they really didn't. Uh, they didn't really say a whole lot. Now, we had some people on, uh, like a, a couple of people over from where my wife was sitting who were repeaters, which Ooh. are people like anytime something funny is said, they repeat whatever that line is mm. and it gets real annoying I, real yeah. quick, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we had some of that during the uh, credit sequences, but it wasn't that bad because it's oh, like, yeah. there's a different, like, people walking around and stuff, you know, but right. I, that's one of my big pet peeves. Yeah. It's like, we all fucking heard it. You don't need to say it again. It's not funny when you say it again. Why are you yeah. saying it? <laughs> it is weird. Like, they're trying to take credit for it. Exactly. You know? Did you hear that? <laughs> he said this. Yeah, I know. We were all here. Now I don't know what the fuck he said while you were saying that. Now I'm pissed off. I can't even focus on the fucking movie. God damn you, right to hell. So you said that? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I can't go back to that theater. Uh, <laughs> that sucks. You go there all the time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, but. Uh, so yeah, that's the the theater experience. Uh, so Fury they, and rage. Did they keep doing that the whole time? Uh, I guess I didn't hear it, but uh, Brandy did. Oh, okay. So that uh, that distracted her. Now in our theater, we had a, a mostly packed theater, and there was a lot of people laughing. Like it was a, it it, it was both a good and bad mm. audience to see the movie with because it's good in that like they they were laughing at the the jokes and everything, but sometimes they were laughing too loud or too long, or sometimes it was even the. Um, sometimes in this movie people like whisper or mumble or whatever mm-hmm. and it's hard to understand what they're saying when other people are laughing mm-hmm. you know it's a little bit difficult to hear so um brandy and i talked about it after watching it and we're like we both decided that we need to see it again just to yeah hear all the jokes that we missed because other people were laughing or laughing at uh things that were not funny in this movie <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's difficult sometimes when a movie ha- it has such uh, rapid fire jokes too, though you know, yes, uh, like yeah. this one did. So sometimes you just need to watch them again because you're like, we were laughing so fucking hard as an audience right there. Like I didn't, I didn't, I was laughing too hard to even hear what they said. You know, like the next yeah. line or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's kind of fun because it keeps it a little bit fresh the next time you see it, and you're like, oh fuck, I missed that. That was even yeah. better than the joke I laughed at. Yeah. I know, I know. It's kind of get like little new new things. So before we jump into spoilers, mm-hmm. did you like the movie overall? Uh, yes, uh, very much so, I would say. Okay, okay. Anyway, wrapping up. <laughs> what about you? Uh, yeah, I, I, I liked it. Um, I don't know that... Uh, I don't know, I, I kind of feel about this movie the way you do about the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think I still like the first one better just because mm-hmm. of that uh, kind of surprise factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one was... Uh, a, a bit more of the same, um, mm-hmm. but again, I, I probably need to watch it a second time okay. to to get the full like scope of all the the jokes and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> even though I like the the first one better, I don't necessarily think it has a stronger story because mm-hmm. the the first movie has like the villain's powers don't yeah. quite make sense. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yes. like, he he can't feel pain, but he gets stabbed a lot, so he should still suffer the effects of being stabbed a lot, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
There's a part in that movie where he's like, I can't feel pain. And then he's really, really strong. But I was like, but you didn't say that you're strong. Did I miss that? You just said you can't feel pain. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. And he gets he gets stabbed on that bridge. Yes. And he should yeah. be bleeding out for the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, he, he, yeah, he doesn't mention that he has a healing factor or anything yeah. like that. So. It's interesting. I remember yeah. thinking that same thing this last time we watched it. That I was like, I'm really kind of confused about what his powers are. Because uh, I feel like they explicitly said them, and he's not really living up to that. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah. So yeah, it's funny. I've never yeah. really talked about it uh, with anybody though. So, uh, what did Brandy think? Um, she liked it, um, mm-hmm. but the most part, she as as the weekend kind of went on, she was reflecting back on it. She was like, you know, I I, I don't think I like that movie. <laughs> so <laughs> so it, it had a lot of like ebb and flow. Like uh-huh. I don't know. I think it. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know why she didn't like it so much, but mm-hmm. I can't really fault her either. Because I, okay. when we walked out of the theater, I felt, uh, I was like, mm, I don't know if I, I don't know. I, I, I just was feeling some kind of way about it. Uh-huh. I, I don't know how to describe it. I, yeah, I think sure. I need a, a second viewing to, uh, to really decide. But I, when it comes out on, on uh, digital, I'll, I'll buy mm-hmm. it, I'm sure. Yeah, I think I will yeah. too. I, I mean, I bought the first one, and I, I do watch it every once in a while. I just don't watch it as mm-hmm. much as I expect uh, or expected to. Um, there's been a few times I've watched the first one, and I've been like, "Yeah, that was really good," but I, I almost need like more time in between. To uh, it's almost like it's so meta and it's so rapid fire and everything that it's uh, it's almost too much to watch. Weirdly, um, even though mm-hmm. other movies kind of like that, I could watch more. I don't know. Um, but this last time we watched it, I was like, "That was really good," and. Uh, Amanda didn't really say a whole lot about it. Like, we talked about some of the jokes and stuff, but I don't really know how she felt um, versus the first movie, necessarily. But uh, she liked the second one a lot. I think we both were cracking up during it. Uh, I actually think I liked it more. I think I could say that now, that I liked it more than the first one. Um, Because I think the story is better. Um, And there are, I don't know, uh, we'll get into more of it in spoiler sections and everything in the section, but um, but yeah, I actually think I kind of dug it a little bit more. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, well, should we should we just go ahead and jump into uh, spoilers then? Let's do it. Okay. It keeps pausing, so it does. <laughs> or like almost pausing. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so yeah. So uh, let's just jump into spoilers. Um, okay. So. I don't really know where to start. I just watched this movie. It should be like right fresh in my brain, but um, I don't even remember how it starts. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it uh, the movie starts with Wade killing himself. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, he, that was he's good going scene. through his apartment, and mm-hmm. uh, you see him interacting with different things around the apartment, and um, you don't find out about their significance until later mm-hmm. in the movie. Um, one thing I don't understand, and. Uh, I don't have any like linear notes on this, sure. so probably jump around a little bit. But um, the part where the people break into um, Wade and uh, Vanessa and what is it? Vanessa's uh, apartment? Mm-hmm. How did he know they were going to break in? Like he was doing something, and then he like stopped and looked at the door. Uh, I assumed he has kind of some kind of spidey sense. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I figured there was a power that I just didn't know about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His door sense was tingling. Yeah. Um, it's only about that, doors. Because <laughs> that that part threw me off okay. right there. I was like, well, how, how? Like, shouldn't there be some like some type of cue? Like, I feel like there's some cue in there that I'm missing. Is mm. almost like what I'm I getting. Didn't, 
it seemed definitely like it was supposed to be like a, a either a power or like a, a sixth sense or something like that that it was um like he sensed it before like i don't think there was like really like a, a noise or or anything that he like they didn't seem like they showed that mm-hmm. or, or made a sound or whatever um that he really just kind of like sensed it as, as best as i can i really thought it was like another thing like either they just didn't explain or it was like a power that i didn't know about like i just went with it so yeah i'm with you they on that wonder one, woman did yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> what are his powers i don't know um so yeah I, I was confused about that and like if it wasn't such a big deal in that scene like that's the the catalyst for mm-hmm. the action in that scene it wouldn't really be a big deal but I, yeah. it seems like they could have done something like i i thought the sound cut out in my theater Mm-hmm. It's really quiet. Like, there, yeah. There's supposed to be a, a noise that some or the, uh, some type of triggering noise mm-hmm. that makes them think, "Oh shit, the door's not locked. Somebody's gonna bust in here or something like yeah. that." But I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe upon rewatching it, it will be spelled out for me a little bit better. But uh, yeah, I mean, me a little bit. I was honestly cool with it. I just kind of let it go or whatever. But um, but yeah, I I really thought there's probably some explanation I just didn't know. But um, maybe that's just uh, par for the course in Deadpool movies that uh, <laughs> powers so. don't make sense and whatever. Just go. With it. <laughs> Um, so I thought the, uh, the, the action in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, was pretty good yeah. and the, the special effects for the most part looked pretty good as well, but yeah. there were a few times where, uh, they looked, uh, they, they looked pretty, pretty bad. I thought, oh, okay. um, where there were some, uh, some misses to me, but not really bad necessarily. Yeah. The, uh, the part I'm thinking of is when they're all like jumping out of the, the airplane and like Domino is like in her parachute she's kind of like gliding down towards that mm-hmm. that like truck yeah that convoy they're trying to uh dig it on top mm-hmm. of um the, i just thought that the cgi or the um whatever effects they were using sure. for that looked a little bit uh janky but i mean it's kind of a, a small nitpick i think overall yeah. things looked okay so i i felt that way about the first deadpool where um most of the things look really good, but it seemed like some things they even talked about kind of like, you know, they didn't have the budget for the like real good X-Men to show up or whatever, that kind of thing. Um, oh, yeah. That there were some parts in the first movie that, that I'm just like, yeah, it's cool. Like some of the effects are really good and some of them are just like, they're okay or whatever. Um, they look kind of cartoonish almost. And uh, I felt like some of them in this one, it's like, like they joked about, like they had a bigger budget and some of that went towards it, but some of it still, there was a part where, um, I think it's, I don't know if it's Domino as well. She's like jumping over all these, all the cars and stuff when he was like, he even makes a, a joke about it too, whatever, like cars like flipping over her head and she's just like lucky and oh, so yeah. she's walking down the street and it flips and she like jumps on top of it and stuff and it just looked kind of like, you could tell it was all like really digital. Like some of the stuff like in the Avengers, like in Infinity War, like everything looked like realistic, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And this felt still kind of like, well, it was like CGI. Like I could tell a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, even though I always know it is, um, mm-hmm. you can you could view it a little bit more but um, again for me it's like kind of par for the course for for Deadpool movie that I'm kind of like yeah, yeah it's like it's lower budget than uh, especially like Infinity War obviously but uh, but you know even like the X-Men movies or whatever um, I'm not sure what the budget was for this like versus the other Fox properties and stuff they've done but um, but it seemed like for me it was just kind of like part of that you know yeah well, speaking of the X-Men, uh, yeah. the lack of X-Men characters showing up in the first movie, they kind of rectify that in this movie yeah. where there's a, a quick uh, eight-frame uh, cameo <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by, by the X-Men <laughs> in the X-Mansion. I like that. Um, it was good. Yeah, it was kind of a fun thing. It does still confuse me, though, because this movie clearly takes place in the present day, 
and these X-Men oh. characters <laughs> are around from like the 80s or That's whatever funny, yeah. at this point. But the, um, that whole series is just so fucked up. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. yeah. That's uh, a time so traveling it, room. Whatever. Yeah. Solved. It, <laughs> it's a meta thing, you know, yeah. whatever. It's all good. You have to have seen all of them and I don't want to. So <laughs> <laughs> just don't worry about it. Don't think about I, it too hard. Right. On that note, I saw a little headline on slash film. I didn't read about it cause I don't really care about, um, whatever the new movie is, the, uh, they're going to do with like the Phoenix and stuff or whatever with Rogue. I think Rogue. it's just X-Men Phoenix. Yeah. Or whatever. Rose, but yeah. they were like, uh, takes place in Arizona. They, they, had, they had a, a headline and they were like, uh, this movie is going to be a little more grounded, but with aliens, and it's like they were they were meaning it like they're also confused, like it's just all over the place. And that that movie in particular uh, uh, keeps getting like different word of mouth keep coming out, and it's just like what's gonna happen with that story or whatever. It's kind of crazy. So, um, so yeah, that whole thing is just uh, kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah, uh, hopefully they get rebooted soon uh, in a good way. Yeah, you know, they it's like they've tried and they did a few good ones. And then on rewatch, some of those aren't even that good. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm actually scared to watch First Class again. It's been a while. And I'm like, I remember liking it, but I also am worried because I remember liking, liking Days of Future Past. Yes. So, yeah. That, uh, boy, that didn't hold up on rewatch. Yeah. Uh, pretty quickly, which is really weird. <laughs> uh, it wasn't like five years later. It was like the second time I saw it, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, as far as I could tell, there was no Stan Lee cameo in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Um, so I don't know if he's, uh, was busy or what. But, yeah, uh, I actually thought about it early on and then he wasn't there. That's interesting. Yeah. I never, I never saw it. Uh, someone on the internets the other day did say that, uh, the way that Deadpool's character is and how he'll show up in other things, like, like we'll talk about in the credit scenes and everything. Um, that he would be once when Stanley does pass, that Deadpool would be a good fill-in for him to uh, cameo oh, yeah. and other things, which I thought would be really funny. Like if he showed yeah. up in the Avengers, they just like allowed him to do like a cameo in a credit scene or something. <laughs> I was like, I would totally take it. That'd be fun. Hey, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, let's see here. Um, probably the 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 biggest thing I learned by watching this movie is um, that the song Papa Can You Hear Me is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> s- nearly identical to the Frozen song. I'm so curious um, about this. Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. I'd never heard it before. And I've never seen that like online that someone's like pointed that before. Huh. Nope. So I'm like really weirded out by that. That was really a, a, a good part of that movie. Yeah. I remember seeing an interview where uh, Ryan Reynolds was talking about, um, somebody asked him if there were any jokes that he had to cut for this movie or whatever. Mm. And he said there was a really good Disney joke that they had to cut Aww. for whatever reason. I don't know if it's because of the merger or, oh, or yeah. what, but, uh, I bet it would have had something to do with, with frozen. Yeah. Maybe there's um, like, yeah, something more there. After yeah. That joke. That's a good point. Yeah. Because it comes up a couple of times, but, uh, but yeah, I thought, uh, thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, never thought about that. Yeah, uh, that, 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 well, and now I really want to like see if there's like, a, I'm sure there's something online about it, I just hadn't heard of it, um, a comparison of those, but I want to listen to both of those songs now, I've never, I've never noticed that before, and uh, that was really funny, when that, when that scene showed up though, because she was like, let's watch porn and, and get into bed or whatever, and it cuts to that, <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were going to be in bed afterwards, uh, yeah. but it was like, you know, it was post, post-coitus, um, but there's a lot of stuff like that, so I, I'm wondering your opinion on this, because um, Amanda and I talked about it, but uh, this movie does the sequel thing, which is 
they they do the same thing as the original, but but different. Um, but mm-hmm. I liked it, um, and I wondered if you thought it was kind of a rehash or if Brandy did. Um, some of the stuff like the the songs that they used that are kind of like you know like eighty songs that don't really fit. They kind of uh, like a juxtaposition against what's going on on screen and stuff. Um, yeah. Some of the way they the way they did like the, the opening credits, you know, where they did the same kind of stuff. Um, but to me, I was like, it didn't feel like a rehash like in most sequels. It felt like no, this is the style of Deadpool. Like they they introduced a new style in the first movie. They're going along with that. I imagine the third movie would have the same exact things in it. Um, it's almost as if like that's how the music or the score and that thing is it is going to be that way with that type of music the whole way. And I was totally on board with all of it. Uh, but mm. what did you feel about that? Did you feel like it was just kind of like a, a rehash? Did you want something different? No. Yeah. I think it fits the tone of this franchise mm-hmm. okay. to, to do stuff like that. And I will say that I've had shares. If I could turn back time stuck <laughs> in my fucking head since I saw this movie. <laughs> That's awesome. They had a lot of good <laughs> ones. Uh, my favorite song one that they did was, um, take on, or yeah, take on me. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, by Aha, um, because the the music video for for uh, for that song is like a wall where there's like a guy and a girl trying to communicate, and it's like a sketched version and like a video version, mm-hmm. and he yeah. has a like blank wall between them, and I was like, oh man, that is clever as fuck. That was a really good one. Like, and they did like a different style. Like, what I liked about this, sometimes they would play something, and I'd be like, I know this song, but I don't know this song. And then when they get into the words, I was like, fuck yes, I know this song. And that was kind of fun. <laughs> but yeah, I dug all that stuff. So. Yeah, I thought I think the music that's done for this movie is is done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ricky Baker is in this movie, and if you're wondering who Ricky Baker is, oh he, wait, yeah, he is the he's the child from Hunt from Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I don't mean the actor who plays Ricky Baker is in this movie. Ricky Baker is in this movie because <laughs> he references the same exact shit from Hunt from the Wilder People, oh, that's funny. Uh, which I was a little, little surprised about. Uh-huh. Um, it seems like they were like, hey, we thought this kid was funny when he did this, so we'll just have him do the same exact thing in, in this movie, uh-huh. which I thought was okay, but okay. Um, it just seemed uh, a little too on the nose because mm-hmm. it happened a few times, I okay. think. I didn't um, catch that because we've only seen part of that movie. We haven't finished it. Uh, oh, <clears throat> oh man, it's so good. I've heard it's great. We were watching it mm-hmm. in Denver with uh, Danny and Caleb, my brother and his uh, his fiance, and uh, and we were watching it, and their cable was going out, and it turned out it was like a citywide thing, and th- it's like one of their favorite movies, so we were mm-hmm. excited to see it, and then we just like couldn't finish it, so we loved the first part of it, but uh, after watching this movie, I was like, that kid was great, and I really want to finish mm-hmm. that movie, so yep. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's. The same thing in, in that yeah, movie. So. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you like him in this, you'll love him in that. That's awesome. <laughs> but I thought it was fun. I, he had some like genuine spots where he had to like act. Um, mm-hmm. he, he he went through a range of emotions, which uh, I yeah. think is good for a, a young actor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I'm constantly impressed by him uh, and his range. So um, I'd follow him into whatever he he acts in next. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Well, <laughs> um, what did you, so I'll throw out there, uh, first off, I don't think Amanda really saw trailers for this movie or like knew much about it, uh, because oh, okay. whenever Cable showed up on screen, she leaned over and she was like, is that Josh Brolin? 
And I was like, yes. And then uh, mm-hmm. later on when they made the Thanos joke, she yeah. was like so excited about that uh, because I think <laughs> it all clicked for her in the theater, which is really fun. Oh, really? Um, and I was like, yeah, we've all known that. Like, it's funny that he's like, going to be like a big villain or whatever in both franchises mm-hmm. in the same summer, like, or same fucking month. Uh, yeah. Almost, well, I guess almost, yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and so it was like, yeah, we all kind of knew that, but it was really kind of funny to see her like realize it on screen in the moment. And uh, yeah. so that was kind of fun. But, uh, but Cable, what do you think? Uh, I was very curious. I don't know much about that character. So I was curious mm-hmm. about him, comic versus movie. But uh, I thought he was great. I liked uh, the look of it a lot. And uh, I liked mm-hmm. his storyline. I thought that was kind of cool. So uh, what do you think about him overall, though? Um, I, yeah, I think he looks great. Uh, and as Josh Brolin, uh, there's mm-hmm. not a whole lot to complain about there. Sure. Um, I think I preferred him as Thanos, where he was a CGI person. <laughs> 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 I think he had some more, he ironically had more humanity when he was a yeah. cartoon character. That's funny. Um, Cable isn't uh, super empathetic in this movie, yeah. but, um, you know, I'm kind of so-so on him in the comics. Yeah. I, I don't really like follow him around. Sometimes he, he, he shows up in comics that I, I'm reading right mm-hmm. then. Um, but, uh, he is a, a fan favorite amongst, uh, Marvel comics and then X-Men readers. So mm, okay. it's cool to see him on, uh, on the big screen. Um, they allude to his, uh, telekinesis powers from the comics a little mm, bit, but okay. unless you knew that's what it was, it no. could have just been looked like he had, um, like a magnet built into that's his arm. That's what I would... thought. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and they, they really didn't like get into like his cybernetic arm and like the, the, the like cybernetic like grafting into his skin mm-hmm. and all of that stuff, um, which I was kind of surprised by. Yeah, I was too. Um, I, I had expected them to touch on it a little bit and somebody be like, hey, what's up with your fucking arm? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like any character from this movie would have been right to mention that, but uh, maybe yeah. just for um, moving the, 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 the purposes of moving the story along. Mm-hmm. They didn't really get into it, but um, there's even a scene where he's like looking in the mirror, and it looks like he's like looking at all that cybernetic stuff, how it like mm-hmm. merges with his skin. And I thought they were gonna like say something about it then or, or whenever, or like show a flashback or something. But like, yeah, they just never really go into it. So, uh, which I was fine with. But you mean when he was drinking the Budweiser? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So on uh, on cable. Um, his his motivation in this movie is um well i mean like just from a a story standpoint it Mm -hmm. makes sense you know like his wife and his daughter who they were killed by a future uh fire fist or or yeah (laughs) yeah was it yeah (laughs) um and so that's why he travels back in time Mm -hmm. to uh, to take him out uh as a as a youth um, it's kind of like if you would go back in time and kill baby Hitler, you know, it's one yeah. of those, one of those things. So that's what he intends to do. And, um, then at the end of the movie, he, he kind of inexplicably lets Deadpool try to reach out to him, mm-hmm. which is weird because he's a soldier and he, it seems like his change of heart was just, it, it just happened for sto- story purposes. Lazy like story it, writing. Or yeah, like, yeah. As Deadpool says, laser writing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and then at the end he like sacrifices his ability to go back in time mm-hmm. for Deadpool, which is a character he just met and he does not care for. Yeah. He doesn't care for any <laughs> of the people in that time. So it's, it seems like it's just a, a choice he made just because that's the choice he had to make mm-hmm. so he can stick around for this franchise, you know. Um, yes, and so, yes, and I, I was totally on board with that. Yep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
like it's it's a it's a it's a fun movie and kind of a fun premise but like uh-huh. my my brain um and knowing some of these characters from the comics and kind of their motivations there and their personalities there um i i had a it, it took me out of it a little bit to mm. to see that just because it doesn't seem like something he would do like as soon as he completed his mission it seems like he would just go back yeah and not really worry about anything yeah um but you know it's i mean it's a movie. i was surprised that he would give basically give up his uh daughter and wife for mm-hmm. like to save deadpool um actually what i thought was going to happen was that he was going to go back uh, like deadpool go back to save his girlfriend mm-hmm. uh i think that was the whole thing or whatever um and then when he just goes back to save him from that one gunshot i thought that was kind of surprising like i was like whatever yeah. but yeah for me like i was able just to kind of shut off my brain and just be like yeah it's cool it's deadpool it, it, it mm-hmm. either is like not not lazy writing but it is um convenient because they want it to be um right and i didn't expect him to stick around at the end of the movie i expected him to go back and so now i'm like oh i get more cable or like he's gonna be part of the x-force or whatever i was like fuck it sure like i would love that i loved him i thought it was great <laughs> i love josh brolin so i was totally on yeah. board with that at the end um for for me but yeah i mean i get you for sure it uh, doesn't really make sense but uh i was just like deadpool i was just into it <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i totally agree like anytime deadpool was on the screen i was i was all about it uh-huh. like Ryan Reynolds does such a great job portraying that character. Yeah. That it's just so much fun to watch. And I, I can definitely see how, uh, you know, you can shut off your brain and, and enjoy it, mm-hmm. uh, which is totally valid. Um, but it's just, um, I don't know. I, I guess I was maybe You're expecting like, a little just, bit more from this one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I agree with my wife. This movie is terrible. No, um, no it's, it's still a fun movie. I, I think people should go see it. I'm uh-huh. just, you know, kind of uh, nitpicking a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sure. Um, so... That kind of brings me to my uh, my next point. Do you know what fridging is, Stephen? Uh, I think I might know, but I'm, uh, please explain to us. To it's me where you uh, you uh, smash your balls in a refrigerator. And uh, no, I did not know that. Okay. <laughs> Stephen, I need you to go in your kitchen right now. I don't want take, to. Take your microphone in there. <laughs> I don't think I need to. You'll hear the screams from here. <laughs> no, uh, fridging is a term uh, coined by comics writer Gail Simone, who oh, yeah. uh, was a, a fan of comics mm-hmm. uh, back in the 90s. And um, d- just a, a quick history on it. Um, there was a character called, uh, it was a Green Lan- uh, Lantern character named Kyle Rayner. And his motivation for becoming a Green Lantern and for becoming a hero is his girlfriend was murdered and crammed into a refrigerator. Okay. So it's, it was a, a way to get rid of a, a female character mm. and make the, the male motivated by her death. Mm-hmm. So that's where this term fridging came from. Okay. And it's something that's kind of out there in the, uh, the comics web. Um, I did not so, know that. I thought you were going to yes. allude to like nuking the fridge, like uh, in Indiana Jones 4. Yeah. Right, uh, which the, is a, the best one. Diff- yeah, yeah, everybody knows that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so interesting. Okay, yeah. yes, please proceed. So um, the, the reason that comes up is because there were a couple of instances of fridging in this movie, and uh-huh. uh, I guess people were, were talking about it online, um, and it's hard to argue with them. So Deadpool gets motivated to take whatever action is the, the plot of this movie by Vanessa being killed. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing for Cable his wife and daughter are both killed. So there are mm-hmm. three female characters killed for the sole story purpose of motivating the male heroes in this film 
to to do what they're going to do, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, a little problematic. Uh, some of the uh, the uh, the guys who wrote the movie were like, "Oh, we didn't even we didn't even notice that that's <laughs> what we were doing." Uh, so then they You're cut like, some really? heat for that as well. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I don't think they were doing it on purpose, but it is one of those things where um, it, it's something that um, kind of plagues. Uh, Hollywood and, and the comics industry and I'm sure other industries as well mm-hmm. where, you know, to motivate character A, the female compatriot of that character has to die and that's what mm-hmm. motivates them instead of having their own separate thing going on. And honestly, going into this movie, I knew that Vanessa was going to be in it, but I didn't know in what capacity mm-hmm. um, because she's it's not like she sticks around in the comics for a long time. She actually mm. becomes a villain called Copycat that can shapeshift kind of like Mystique. Oh. So I was I was wondering if she was going to show up later in this movie mm-hmm. as a villain or oh, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, you quickly find out that uh, uh, she's in heaven, which, again, is another thing that takes me right out of a movie <laughs> for various reasons. She don't reasons. know that, <laughs> basically, but she even says it's only, only when he gets there. So Yeah, yeah. It's just their apartment, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so that's a, that's a, a, a weird little, uh, a journey to, uh, to go on when you're, when you're watching this movie. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy. So I didn't, um, that doesn't bother me really, I guess. Um, to me, I can't, I mean, the, there are a lot of different plot devices that are easily, um, dismissible or contrived if you if you want them to be or whatever but mm-hmm. that one didn't stick out to me and like knowing that as like a term or like a, a thing that people think or complain about or whatever like i'm like well yeah you did something to, you, you always have some kind of catalyst whatever you know um and i guess yeah this didn't really didn't really um mean much to me um i did wonder though during it um that i f- i felt like they didn't really know what to do with vanessa like now yeah. that she was in the movie with him, like they didn't really have a role for her unless she does become something else or whatever. Um, but there are other ways to do that. Um, she could just be around. Like there could have had a totally different story. I don't know. So, um, yeah, I mean, when the movie yeah. started and he blew himself up in their apartment, mm-hmm. I just assumed that they had broken up for some reason. I wondered. Yeah. And then, uh, come to find out she did. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. that sends him on a, on a journey there. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you, I don't know, it's probably not something like you said that you you notice as you're mm-hmm. you're watching a movie, but um, I guess it's something that's like pervasive enough in fiction yeah. that yeah. it shows up from time to time. So if it has a name, then yeah, I mean, right. there's something there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the whole story, though, I feel this is almost kind of a spoiler. I feel I don't really know how much uh, this movie had trailers too, but the entire story is kind of derivative of Looper. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's basically Looper. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it's about a guy going back in time to like kill a kid who becomes like a, a mega villain or whatever with superpowers mm-hmm. even. Um, yeah. and, uh, so a lot of that is really similar, but I didn't think about that actually until we were just talking about it on the podcast and stuff. Um, but that also doesn't bother me. I'm like, yeah, that's just like another thing. Like, um, I've been thinking about this a lot with like that zombie movie I watched, uh, the girl with all the gifts where I'm like, yeah, at one, at, you have to make all these, they make all these movies like in the genre, the zombie genre, which at one point was a new thing. And then they made more of those. And it's like, whoa, you're just like, copying the zombie thing. But then it's like, that became a whole nother genre. And there has to be something, I guess, like a lot of people try to tweak it, but then it's like, at what point does something become like canon? And that's like, mm-hmm. acceptable, like with like vampires or whatever. Like we, we grew up that all those things existed, whatever. Uh, we were kind of living through 
uh, a lot more of like time travel movies that are specifically like superhero movies. And so we're going to see more and more things that are going to be used more and more. And it's going to be, I think it has to be less of like they're copying or it's like derivative or whatever. And it has to be just like, oh, that's just like standard. And then there'll be more things after that, like post that, that'll be like, they're going to do it a different way to be different. So I'm kind of accepting of that, I guess, a little bit um, too, that it's, it's okay that it's like a similar story, but it's completely different in the way it's actually handled and totally different characters and all that stuff, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm kind of cool with that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that, see that on uh, on Looper. Yeah. Cause I didn't really, didn't really think about that until you mentioned it just now. Huh? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> it's like the, really go. the same thing, <laughs> <laughs> but obviously different characters and that means different things. Um, and it has a totally different, you know, the, the basic plot is the same. Um, they even say that like, you know, there's really only like, I don't know what the stupid saying is. It was like, there's only like 10 plots in the whole world anyway mm-hmm. that are recycled over and over again since like the dawn of time. But I'm like, yeah, but no, like th- at a certain point, like technology will change a story enough to make it different enough to be like, yeah, at the heart of it, maybe it's about like a girl was lost and the guy did something. But the way that they shape it and the way those characters react to that, even if they get to the same goal or they hit the same beats, it's completely different how it actually plays out. And, uh, and there's some similarities in humanity and how we live our lives and stuff uh, as well that just kind of happen that way naturally. So I, I accept that too, I guess. Yeah, but you also have to think about like Shakespeare wrote one of his plays about a guy who couldn't find his iPhone charger. Like he wrote that. That did happen. That did happen. <laughs> that guy was a visionary, man. I mean. Visionary. He even knew we're iPhone. Ju- we're just now catching up. <laughs> and it was an iPhone X charger he was looking for. It's crazy. Um, I really like uh, the adaptation of the Shakespeare uh, play Terminator. Um, That's so good. He wow, was so you know, well done. <laughs> they changed a lot from the the play, but it was like it's an adaptation, you know. Yeah, exactly. But it was mm-hmm. like he again visionary. You know, he saw what was going to be there. So I don't know, a lot there. Or Terminator Two, <laughs> Day Upon Ye Judgment. <laughs> he would have written that. He could have. <laughs> Who knows, man? He probably wrote everything. I don't know. <laughs> That dude's still alive. Oh, yeah. He's working in Hollywood. He's a head in a jar, for sure. <laughs> for sure. In my head, uh, just now, I pictured, like, a Simpsons thing uh, for his head in the jar, because there's, like, some, like, Treehouse of Horror, and that's exactly where I went, mm-hmm. that he exists somewhere, and he, it's probably in The Simpsons. It's like Futurama as well. They did yes. that. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of uh, the lady women's, uh, Domino is in this movie. She's a, yeah. uh, not a major X-Men character, but... Uh, uh, one of the the bigger like female X characters, I would say, mm-hmm. um, and uh, played by Zazie Beetz, and uh, I enjoyed her in this movie quite a bit. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, I was curious, uh, comic wise, because um, I didn't know even like Fire Fists. I don't know if that's a character from the comics. I didn't think so, but uh, you never know. Uh, yeah. Some of the other characters that showed up in the X Force for, for a little bit. Um, <laughs> I didn't know if they were all made up for the movie or from the comics or whatever. But uh, but yeah, her like comic to, to screen. Yeah, um, real quick on uh, Fire Fist and like you know Bedlam and mm-hmm. uh, Pennywise, whoever <laughs> whoever Pennywise played. It took me a second. I was like, who is that? Oh actor? shit! I was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, um, the the vomit guy. Um, those yeah. were all. Um, those are all characters from the comics. They're just like not major characters. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Shatterstar is a a, a larger X Force character, mm-hmm. um, and uh, <laughs> Shatterstar was played by a guy who was in um, episode eight of Iron Fist. 
the uh, the Netflix oh, okay. series. Uh-huh. Uh, and the only reason I know that is because that was the best part of that whole series. He played a guy who was doing like drunken kung fu, and it was so oh, yeah. fucking awesome. Oh, he was cool, actually yeah. up for the role of uh, Danny Rand, who was the the Iron Fist, mm. but uh, he lost he it to uh, to uh, <laughs> to uh, Game of Thrones guy. Anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of the uh, the X X Force characters uh, they bite it pretty quick, uh, yeah. including poor Peter. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I really liked how that went down. I thought that was great. <laughs> yeah. uh, all of that, especially him. He was so funny. Whenever uh, Depender, uh, I think that's how you say his name, mm-hmm. uh, it's behind him. Whenever he's like, I don't know, I just sounded like fun. I saw saw the ad, sounded like fun, and he's like, you're in. And he's like, God damn it, or whatever, and dropped all that beer. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> um, and then him, then him jumping out of the airplane, and yeah. like the the wind like flying against his mustache. <laughs> When he sits down to get out, <laughs> they're all jumping out of the plane. He just like sits down. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, um, that was a fun little act. I didn't know, and I just saw him in the trailers. I didn't really know what he was going to be in the movie or whatever. Yeah. Um, I almost thought that was just like a, a trailer stunt. They were just like throwing it in there for fun or whatever because they do a lot of weird, fun stuff with Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when he was actually like in the movie for a little bit, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I guess so. Cool. Let's do this. <laughs> and then um, I, I do like that uh, all of those characters die almost immediately upon jumping out of that plane, uh, except for Deadpool, who has a healing factor and probably yeah. the most skilled out of out of everyone. And then also Domino, solely for the fact that she's lucky. Yeah, yeah. No, that was uh, great. Yeah. Peter survives initially, but then uh, Pennywise throws <laughs> up on him and uh, burns his <laughs> arm off. Great. But he comes back later. It's all it's all good. Um, yeah. Now. The uh, the Vanisher, surprising uh, cameo. That was great. <laughs> by one yeah. Mr. Brad Pitt. I don't even know awesome. if that was him like legitimately filming something for that movie. I know, or if I it was know. just like, we took a, a headshot from Fight Club and put him yeah. in this. <laughs> yeah, because it was so quick. Yeah. yeah. Like if you would have blinked or sneezed or whatever, you would have yeah. missed it, I think. Yeah, that was a good one. I like that too. Yeah. 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 They had a lot of really funny end jokes and stuff like that. Real quick things. Uh, but yeah, I liked uh, Domino a lot. She was really cool. Um, I liked the way that they portrayed her uh, so-called <laughs> to Deadpool uh, superpowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, like specifically whenever the, the train fell down and she just landed on that like giant panda bear, like inflatable panda bear or whatever, yeah. uh, and just kind of walked away. And she even looked like tired, like, ah, I just got up or whatever. Um, I thought it was really fun how they portrayed all that stuff. Yeah, uh, I think they did a great job of illustrating that luck power. Um, mm-hmm. And it makes it, uh, for a writer, I'm sure it makes it very convenient to have that character survive just like whatever insane bullshit is yeah. going on on screen, yeah. you know? She doesn't have like a healing factor or anything like that. She's just like lucky. So yeah. it makes sense for her to survive all of this stuff. And at a certain point, she has to, she's like driving that uh, that cargo um, truck mm-hmm. or series of trucks. And uh, she's just like, luck or lady luck take the wheel and she just gets up and starts like yeah gets away from the wheel and just starts like fighting throughout that uh the series of uh cargo things and yep. uh I, I thought it was really well done yeah no that she was great and uh yeah i didn't know her from anything else that actress but uh i thought she was great in that role too so she's in atlanta uh that's really oh, the only fuck, thing i know I her from watch that goddamn Man, show yeah i'm telling you it's good it's good shit good shit i always so what is what is that on what do you watch that on uh, it's on FXX, and we have the okay. FXX app on our like you, you uh, Apple buy TV. It? Do you purchase the app, or uh, is it just available? Oh, no, it's just available. 
Okay, that's yeah. I need to go watch that then. I always forget it. That's mm-hmm. I don't have that app, so I don't think about it. Like it's not around me. I don't I don't watch anything else on that that channel or whatever. So mm-hmm. um, we always talk about it on the show, and I'm like, yeah, I need to watch Atlanta, and I just it leaves <laughs> my mind the second I, I get up. Yeah, but she was good. So, yes, yeah. Um, she has a, a she had a, a lot of um, like enthusiasm for her job. I think, and mm-hmm. I think being like super lucky like that would almost make you that enthusiastic. Like you, yeah, you can yeah. just. You're just really good at, at things just because things just kind of go your way. So I thought it was uh, really well done. Her character seemed a little bit different from how she is in the comics. She seems a little more um, serious in the comics that I've read about her. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I think this was a, a nice change of pace. I like yeah, having been some... Um, yeah, it's uh, like when you've got Deadpool who's like kind of happy-go-lucky, but he's also, um, uh, I don't know, not uh, not... Not serious, but um, I I I don't know what to, what word I'm looking for, but, <laughs> but like a, like Cable, he's so like stoic and gruff and all of that. Yeah. She's kind of like the the opposite of that coin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's somebody who's a, a little more gung ho uh, on Wade's side than mm-hmm. uh, than Cable. So thought it was a, a good balance for those yeah, yeah. Uh, those character types. Yeah, um, I liked her a lot, and I was glad. Uh, I mean, obviously she would survive, but uh, after all the rest of them died, I was glad that she stuck around to yeah. help them out and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, um, one thing we most certainly need to point out is the first on-screen gay superheroes, which I was were wondering. Negasonic, uh, Teenage Warhead, and then Yukio, uh, who yeah. is the character Surge from <laughs> the comics. Was great. Oh man, okay. they were they were they were a lot of fun. <laughs> Hi, Wade. <laughs> so much fun. Hi, Yukio. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Every time I just yeah. like smiled. Uh, yeah, so he just really yeah, liked but, her. It's like, oh, yeah. it's, a lot, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's about uh, about fucking time, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, the X franchise beat uh, the MCU to it. So, there you go. As far as yep. we know, unless some character is revealed to be gay later on in the MCU. But uh, Well, yeah. I don't want to get into spoilers right now for Infinity War 4, but Cap and Tony do finally fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that. It's a confirmed rumor. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that was really cool. Um, I liked her uh, Negasonic a lot in this too. She wasn't in it a whole lot, but um, it looked like she she grew up a little bit and mm-hmm. uh, got herself a, a girlfriend. And, and, a, um, and a hairdo. Uh, col- and a hairdo, yeah. Uh, Colossus uh, was also uh, cool in this one. I liked him. Um and that's his name, right? You're looking at me like I said that wrong. It it, it froze. I was just trying to Damn catch it. up to, to what you're saying. What are you saying? His name Colossus? is Colossus, right? Yeah. Yeah. I said that, and then you just like, you. I think you froze, but you looked at me, and I was mm-hmm. like, did I say the wrong name, and now you're going to hate me? <laughs> but I was like, that was it, right? Uh, <laughs> but uh, Juggernaut, uh, I, I did not know. I think he was hidden uh, from being in the movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Uh, was that your take on that, too? Were you surprised? Yeah, I, I didn't uh, realize he was going to be in it. Um, mm-hmm. so it was a surprise that, uh, the character was showed up in the movie. Um, yeah. though by the time it was, uh, hinted at, there was a maximum security cell. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see later that, uh, fire fist takes, um, his, his tray of food to mm-hmm. befriend a giant, uh, villain character. I was like, oh, this is probably juggernaut because okay, cool. yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't know which other large, X character it would be that would have like had, an impact yeah. on the audience, you know? I had no idea. I didn't realize Juggernaut was actually that big of a... Like, he was like a giant. Like, he's like a big, big dude. Yeah, he's um, like like massive. 
Yeah, and uh, so I didn't expect that. Um, the only thing I could think of is like, are they going to do a weird secret crossover with the Hulk? That'd be weird. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was that was a pleasant surprise for me. Um, I, uh, we haven't seen Juggernaut in anything else, right? Movie wise. <laughs> Was he in one of those other ones, one of the shitty ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in oh. X-Men 3. Okay, yes. I was thinking we had seen him. That's why I didn't think he was that big. Yeah, Benny Jones plays him. Yeah. Fuck I'm the juggernaut, uh, bitch. He's like chasing Kitty Pride and stuff. Uh, yes. Through the walls, yeah. right? And that one. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Okay, that's why it was... In my head, I was... I couldn't... I blocked that movie out of my fucking mind. That's why I forgot about it. But uh, I thought like I had seen it before, and I was like, he's not that big. Yeah. So uh, that makes more yeah. sense now. Okay. And we were all collectively disappointed. Um, the the version that shows up in this movie is fucking awesome, and it it seems okay, like he cool. stepped right out of the comics page, which is awesome. Yeah. Fucking incredible. Um, especially seeing like Colossus, who is a massive character, uh, and also the more like comic accurate version of that character in uh, in mm-hmm. the Deadpool movies. Um, yeah. Seeing him be almost dwarfed by the size of Juggernaut was was mm. pretty badass. And speaking of ass, we see Juggernaut's ass. Uh, crack at the very least <laughs> and, uh, it's a unique way of dealing with that uh with that character you know yeah yeah that was good uh and he was the, being yeah the girls show up yeah he was being electrocuted well into like like past like all of the fighting at the end of the movie and everything like the water was still like yeah. frothing around <laughs> um yeah that was uh that was pretty funny um i thought he i feel like uh i i knew juggernaut more from like the cartoons uh, yeah. or the cartoon mm-hmm. uh, was he on that a lot or just like randomly or whatever was he like one of the characters they played a lot uh, yeah he was on there a few times yeah he's uh, Professor X's stepbrother which they mentioned in this movie mm-hmm. um, Kane Marco and uh, yeah I thought that was weird that that's canon now I guess but the, the whole X franchise is just so fucked up so no I mean uh, that's how it is in the comics no, but I mean, like, and now in the movies, like, he was, like, he mentioned that, like, yeah, I wear this helmet because my brother would get in my head. And I was like, they've never mentioned Juggernaut in the other X-Men movies, <laughs> like the newer ones, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And now that's just got to be a part of that. Like the, the, like the first class version, I guess, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he wasn't around. No, you know, oh, no. It's like, yeah, Juggernaut wasn't, no. He grew up with Mystique. Uh, Xavier did, uh, apparently. Uh, but it's like Juggernaut wasn't around or whatever. And now it's just like, oh, that's just like, they were just like, yeah, whatever. That felt like such like a comic thing to pull in. And I was like, that's cool. Um, but that, yeah, the whole franchise is just so messed up. So it's kind of like, whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, go with it. Just do whatever. This is good. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I liked him a lot. Uh, that was a super surprise to me. I did not know not know who to expect. And whenever he popped out, I was really fucking pumped um, for that. And he looked really rad. Oh, dude. Like where his hands like wrapped around like that, the mm. wall of the uh, the transport like when he was pulling himself yeah. out of that, you, you like just see his hands and then like shit just like, I think the truck flips or, or something like that. Oh, that's when they like go mm-hmm. off that bridge. And yeah, I yeah. was like, dude, I am so excited. I hope this is Juggernaut. And oh, then awesome. sure enough, he shows up and just <laughs> fucking huge. Yeah. That looks so good. Yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. I'm glad that you, uh, that he was like comic accurate too. That's good. Yeah. And it's like, just do it, <laughs> you know. Like, like with some of these characters, they, they, <laughs> they just try to like overly design them or whatever to to make them fit. And there's uh-huh. there's a way to to adapt some of these costumes to where they look somewhat realistic, but they also like look cool, you know. Mm-hmm. No, he looked great though. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess just every character needs to be CGI <laughs> from now on. I guess so. They were that. I thought that stuff actually worked. Like whatever he was like, here, here comes the big CGI battle. Yeah. Um, I thought that looked great though with 
Colossus and, and Juggernaut. Um, that one, I, there wasn't really anything in there that I thought looked bad, so. Hmm, no, yeah, it all looked good, um, especially when uh, Juggernaut, I think he grabs Colossus's arm or his hand when he's, like, oh, throwing yeah. a punch and, like, bends it back a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, that was kind of cool, kind of a cool thing there. I was wondering, because uh, no one else, we haven't seen in the movies, really, I guess, uh, anybody, like, affect Colossus at all. Uh, and when he bent that, and later on, Colossus spit out a tooth, I was yeah. like, so his power is, like, to be steel? Like, his, is he made of it? Like, is he covered in that? Like, what is he underneath? Uh, <laughs> like, is he a human underneath, or is he, is he all steel? Yeah, so um, in, the, in the comics, he can change his skin into organic steel. So, mm-hmm. like, he powers down in the comics, but I think yeah. it would look weird if they did it in in the movies because he's he would uh he he would look like some actor who doesn't look like uh colossus in this movie so um i think they just keep him up uh or powered up all the time yeah but uh but yeah he he, he can like change his uh his uh flesh and i i guess his innards into like some type of organic steel um there's uh uh, an issue of uh of a hulk comic where colossus and hulk fight and uh the Hulk actually like bends his uh, Colossus's arms, um, kind of like you would bend steel or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that was kind of a, a nice little nod to that in this movie. So it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess my point is like he lost that tooth. Will it always be gone? And then like what happens to his arm? Like it's not like breaking a, a human arm. It's like he has a steel arm. So like does that go back? Would he turn into a human? It would like heal again. Like I wonder about. Really, I'm sure they're going to get into that in the sequel, uh, the next movie. I really want to know what's going to happen with his tooth in his arm. But uh, just kind of curious, you know, I didn't know what, what would happen with that. Once that happened, I was like, well, I've never seen him get hurt. So what happens if he gets hurt? Does he just heal or whatever, you know? Uh, he just goes to the dentist. They just... Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> they just solder off a new tooth for him and just put it in there. Never mind, everybody. Yep. <laughs> never mind. Didn't realize. <laughs> NBD. NBD. He goes um... to a welder. They put it back. <laughs> that works. Um, so let's talk about the, uh, the post credit scene. Let's do it. So leading up to this movie, um, Joe Quesada, who is the, uh, the, uh, the chief creative officer at Marvel, um, he used to be the editor in chief of Marvel comics. Then he went on to do, um, just kind of working with other parts of the company with like animation and movies and stuff like that. Now I think he's mm-hmm. back at the, the comics division, but he went to go see it, and um, he said that he loved this movie, and he said that this has the best post-credit scene out of all the Marvel mm. post-credit scenes. So, and and awesome. this is outside of the MCU, so it's kind of surprising to hear him say that. But mm. upon seeing it, I have to agree. Uh, this is uh, yeah. one of the, the funniest, uh, most <laughs> out there versions great. of the the, uh, the the mid-credit scene here. Um, so, and it, it kind of threw me off a little bit because. What happens is we see uh, Negasonic and Yukio working on Cable's uh, time slide device, mm-hmm. and they fix it. They give it to Deadpool, and he pieces out. And then it cuts back to you know the credits, and they show a couple of, of credit names, and then it jumps back over to like mid credits type stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, we see Wade jumping around the timeline and whatnot. Um, I'm trying to to remember what the uh, the first thing was. The first I, I, thing is him saving her, right? Okay, yeah, saving Vanessa. Yeah, yeah that's which right. Which I yeah. liked. 
Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Makes sense for him. I kept thinking that's got to happen in this movie. And then when it didn't, I was like, wow, I'm really surprised they just killed her. She was like a big motivating factor for not just this movie, but the first movie. So uh, I was kind of surprised by that. So I liked that. Yeah. Um, So I guess she's going to be in the third movie if they have a third one. Guess so. Maybe she'll do something and motivate him there too. Um, (laughs) I'm hoping she does something. She gets like a role. (laughs) That's what I want. Yeah. Um, and then there was like something else that happens. I can't remember exactly what, um, but we see Deadpool actually jump back in time to Wolverine Origins. Yeah. <laughs> we know shit. I got so up. fucking excited <laughs> Me too. when that showed up. Oh, man. When that door slides up and you see the shitty version of Deadpool, uh, yeah. the shitty Fox version of Deadpool that, that shows up. And, uh, and then you see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, but, uh, it's like from back then. Yeah, so, it was so um, funny. <laughs> they just reused footage, and then uh, Deadpool uh, comes in, kills him, and then uh, he's kind of like in shadow, and he just like loads that version full of bullets, and uh, is just fixing the timeline, and just yeah. walks off, <laughs> walks off, off screen. It was so perfect. I did not expect that, like, in the least. That was great. And if you're asking yourself, how can it get better? How can it possibly get more meta and better <laughs> and funnier than this? We cut to Ryan Reynolds reading a script of Green Lantern and saying, big time, here I come. And then he gets a bullet through the head. That was so great. When the blood splattered on it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was fantastic. Yeah. So shots fired. Right at DC. I'm glad that they went there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was so funny that they actually like went with it. Um because he's talked about it, and you know, I think in the first movie he mentions that too, or whatever. Um, but during this one, he mentioned different things uh, about Green Lantern or whatever. And uh, but they had to actually see them like use that footage again, uh, especially of you know with Wolverine and everything, and then to, to show him and all that. Uh, I just didn't expect it. That was great. The whole theater was just fucking cracking up. He also goes back and saves Peter. That's what happens. Peter, the uh, the normal guy with a mustache. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just walk away. Yeah. Peter, just walk away. <laughs> but we're X-Force. <laughs> I totally forgot no, we're not. That. Yeah. And we yeah, mentioned it earlier. I, really I totally forgot. Yeah. I know it. I know. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm glad. I'm glad Peter's alive. That's good. Yeah. So he's that out there part. Yeah. living it up. Um, yeah. So that's, that's Deadpool 2. Everything you need to know Ooh. outside of the stuff you need to know. So... <laughs> Um, I did have one more question about uh, Cable, if you know. Um, okay. Do you know when he is from? The future? Like what era? Cool. He's, Got he's, it. Moving on. <laughs> Steven, he's from, he's from 2019. That's, this is what happens. What? Yeah. Hey. Oh, <laughs> fuck. These midterm elections are important, everyone. <laughs> Get out there and vote. Get out the vote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That was another thing is the... Uh, um, when they go to that orphanage where, uh, where Fire Fist is and they meet him and, uh, mm-hmm. Deadpool is like, Hey, are they hurting you or who's hurting you? And he nods over there and he says, uh, something about the old guy and he's like, and Jared Kushner over there. Oh my God. <laughs> I yeah. So I hard. laughed so hard. <laughs> I was, uh, I laughed like I goofed. I laughed like really hard and there was like a few chuckles and stuff, but I, I got that one like really, that one really hit me. Uh, but my theater didn't like really react as much to that. I was surprised. Every time I hear somebody say guffaw or I like they they guffawed, I just imagine them <laughs> laughing like goofy. <laughs> 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 I 
That was me in the theater. They were like, Jared Kushner, and I did that. <laughs> oh, that was good. You're good at it. You know, I've been, uh, been practicing. It's all been uh, leading up to this. <laughs> Episode you're 44. Like, I've been waiting to say that this entire time. I've been practicing that in the mirror all the time. Brandy's really sick of it, but it finally paid off. Man. Gorge. <laughs> I didn't know that you uh, you were so good at voices uh, before this podcast. By the way, I can are. actually I can actually do your voice as well. Oh, I've been fuck. practicing that. Are you this ready? actually been you the entire time, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> this entire episode is uh, is just me. Uh, look, Stevens on vacation. He didn't want you to know. <laughs> actually, the entire show. You're like, Stephen doesn't actually even know about this podcast. I'm going to tell him at episode 50. <laughs> and that's the true I've story been like behind this. <laughs> so the first 50 episodes are me imitating Stephen. The second 50 are <laughs> us like live listening to each episode and hearing Stephen's reaction. Oh, and doing commentary? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know how sometimes we do episodes that are longer than the movie where we, uh, we watched or mm-hmm. match them in length? Uh, the commentary episodes will also do that to all of the episodes we commentate <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. Comment on. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so look forward to that, everybody. Yeah. Be prepared for an eight-hour version of <laughs> Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> That's what we should do for our 100th episode. Go to our longest episode and review that one and make it longer than that one. As it's was. playing. As it's playing yeah. in the background. <laughs> Just... Us talking over it. <laughs> Just entirely unlistenable. Man, you guys have a lot to look forward to. Oh, man. It's coming up soon, so brace yourself. All right, well, do you have anything else to uh, say about the show? I think that's it. All right. No, no. Oh, I think uh, I think my puppy's up from her nap. I just heard her sneeze over there. So, uh, well, let's finish this up then. Uh, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. If you have a show suggestion, question, comment, dog picture, pop culture combat, we didn't talk about this time, uh, but we, uh, I think we're going to have one of those coming up pretty soon. Uh, next week, we're going to yes. do a mm-hmm. solo a Star Wars story, and we will not have a pop culture combat, but I think the following week we are planning on that, right? Yeah, so we'll announce our next pop culture combat round on next week's show. Cool. So yeah. tune in to discussion about solo a Star Wars story to find out who the next contenders will be. Yes. Here's a hint. It's Mary Poppins. No. That's, that's not all you guys get. <laughs> uh, it's not a fictional character. <laughs> Is that I just uh, you can email us at uh, let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. Uh, find us on Twitter and but Instagram why would you? at <laughs> find us on Twitter and Instagram at LTAS pod. You can follow me on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22 and follow Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. So. Yes. Yes. Do those things yes. if you want, which you won't, but that's fine. Sometimes you will, and by you, I mean Sarah. <laughs> 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 well, look, Zion Brown and Kent Blue, uh, everyone with colors as their last name, uh, they occasionally send in emails, so. You know, yeah. Sarah's not the only one. It's a, a, it's true, a trifecta, it's a trinity of sorts. Oh, wow. That, uh, that speak with us. We should get them gifts, like a, um, like a, a sticker. Or a... A st- <laughs> sticker. 
you know, like a, you know, something real nice, like a, I don't know, a bread tie. <laughs> bread, don't ruin it. God. <laughs> It'd be a small collection of items. Those are just two of them. <laughs> a used bread tie, no less. <laughs> and a Del Monte sticker. Huh, cool. Cool, uh, thanks, Scott. And on that note, uh, I think we have uh, devolved enough in this episode. So uh, until next time, mm-hmm. I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. Let's, Let's talk, talk later. later. If I could turn back time. And the sync phrase will be Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> I was hoping, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Stick with what works, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so sync phrase on three. One, two, three. Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> it sounds weird listening back to it. It's it like a, a row, row, row your boat thing. <laughs> yeah. it's like, It'll probably work. It'll probably work out. Yeah. We're going mean, to harmonize normally, real well. Normally, I'm like right on key. Oh, but, yeah. You know, me too. So I'm a famous singer. Um, <laughs> no, but you hold it back. That's the thing, because you're humble. You're humble about your singing voice, you know? Like, you don't ever Kendrick, do it. That's why Kendrick Lamar wrote that song about me. It's humble. There you humble go. Humble as fuck, you know? And it's you part of the presidency as well. You didn't even want to tell the world that right now because you're so humble. Yeah. But, you know, it'll just be in an outtake, so it's all right. I'm by far the most humblest, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> Not AKA, but uh, as uh, mentioned on uh, on Popstar, where mm-hmm. uh, Tyler for real singing about again. how he's the most most humblest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that again. I need to give that right. a shot. Yeah. Let's do it. Hey, let's what, are you, do it. what are you doing right now? Uh, I was gonna record a podcast, but fuck <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I was like, I just did a penguin impression, and you didn't respond at all. And then, and there was like blank and laughter. <laughs> that was fantastic. The pausing is working great today. It's wonderful. Always is. Yep. Always helps. I think when I looked it up, uh, and I'll, I'll look it up now just in case, but this is a good podcast right here. Let me tell you. <laughs> just hold on a second. I'm going to go clip my toenails. Okay. <laughs> With your teeth? <laughs> uh, looks Brady like it would is. Flip out. <laughs> <laughs> we just isolate the audio and play it yeah. on the loop for him. Oh, Stephen, can you hear me? This shit is frozen yet again. I don't know how to fix this shit. But hey, we are still friends.